Sibling Saber team is proud to present Worthy of Recognition, a look at the names and faces that make Star Wars an unforgettable experience and an integral part of our lives. Hey everybody, welcome back to Worthy of Recognition. It's been a while, and this, this month I am glad to be here with, it says here on the notes, it says the Meat Mando? Oh, that's, that's not the meat man. That's a typo. It's the it's the metal mando, everybody. It's Jeff Kelts. How you doing, man? Uh, one of my better typos ever. I'm doing really good, Kyle. <laughs> doing great. Yeah, I laughed so hard when I got that. I'm like, oh man, Jeff. Jeff's got an ear infection, and he's stuffed up, and he's feeling terrible, and he just called himself the meat mando, and I'm not gonna let him forget it. Well, I'm used to uh, leaving voicemails, you know, so leaving. Uh... <laughs> My email is a little bit different for me there. I wasn't paying attention, I guess. <laughs> if you ever call yourself the Meat Mando in a voicemail, I might just have a stroke and die right there. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm, you, you no know how to do, now you know how to do me in if it's if it ever comes to that. Good, I have some ammo. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's everything in sunny Fort Myers, Florida? Oh, great. Weather's well, uh, you know sunny, and uh, can't complain. Uh, you know, we got a couple good Star Wars movies that come out lately, so as far as the Star Wars uh, front's going, can't complain. Things are looking up there. We are spoiled, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these last two movies I've just enjoyed so much. Uh, couldn't ask for more, that's for sure. Oh, you mean you're not part of that uh, group that's trying to collect $200 million to remake The Last Jedi? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I, <laughs> I, I I ignore that stuff. I just I can't, I can't do it. I cannot do it. <laughs> It's, I know how much it irritates you. I can tell on some of your uh, tweets, but yeah, I'm just staying away from that. <laughs> it's funny. I, I thought I would burn out on these people, but I, I haven't. They kind of sustain me a little bit. It's it's, it's kind of hilarious to uh, poke these people. And, yeah, and I'm always, I'm always, yeah, I'm, I'm always reading your tweets saying, "Look at, uh, look at Kyle fighting a good fight." <laughs> <laughs> these people are just ridiculous. They make yeah, me laugh yeah. so much. Yeah, it's it's more it's more humorous to me, you know, as, more than anything. So. Well, I wonder if they're all just taking a crack at the, uh, the a stand-up career, or at least trying to be Twitter famous. It's it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, they want to try and one-up everybody, I guess. Come out with the most ridiculous idea ever and see what happens. You know, just put it out there. You know. But it's really funny. These people looking to collect two hundred million dollars to remake the Last Jedi. They got blown up today. <laughs> today being th- uh, Thursday. Yeah, there are some pretty witty uh, comments on Twitter today, as far as I was concerned. I had a good chuckles there. <laughs> well, it's 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 funny because it's like Seth Rogen went after them, and he like kept going after them, and these these the guy was replying back to him, but then came to a point where he had, he just had nothing left to say. Well, <laughs> yeah, as far as looks, people like Seth Rogen, you're you're messing with fire there. I mean. <laughs> Well, it's just a, it's just to highlight how stupid you are. Like you're actually talking to somebody who makes movies, right? Yeah. And he's throwing all these points at you, like like intellectual property and uh, the rights and this and that. And these guys have no answer for it. Yeah, they just kind of sooner or later this day, they'll kind of cower and just kind of you know fade away into the darkness or whatever. Uh, as you would say they're mother's basements or whatever parents' basements. Yeah, <laughs> he's asking them like, so how how are you gonna? Get investors like how are you promising them like an ROI? And the guy's like, oh, it's Star Wars. Of course they're going to get their ROI. <laughs> okay, that that yeah. ought to do it. Good look business at, case, buddy. Kyle, you're getting you're getting wound up already. Oh, it's so much fun, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jump into the salty end of the pool. It's great. 
Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got some other things I need to take care of, but oh, fair enough. <laughs> so, is it has a uh, hurricane season started yet in uh, Fort Myers? I know you guys had uh, a tropi- close call not too long one, ago. Yeah, one tropical storm kind of um, was out there having us take a look at it, but we're so far so good. Uh, we had a major scare last year where we had to evacuate and go to the other side of the state. So that was that was pretty scary to go to say at a friend's house, but um. Our place, for some reason, was unscathed when we got back, and we were very fortunate. So, Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess you live on pins and needles a little bit for four or five months a year. Yeah, yeah. Every time you hear a new uh, you know, storm named, you gotta, you got to take notice, and yeah, you got to be prepared. That's for sure. I'll never forget the time. Like, Panama City was, like, our family hangout for those, you know, short three to four years where we used to go hang out in Florida. And when you, I think we played, we played a good game of chicken with Hurricane Charlie. Oh, Charlie! <laughs> in 04, 05 or something like that. We just kept watching CNN weather, and it's like, okay, he's, it's it's about uh, it's it's a day out or two days out, and oh, now it's a day. It's gonna make. They don't know when it's gonna make landfall, but and we just kept saying, "You want to stay for another day?" All right. And then the day we left, we were like, "Okay, let's let's peel out by lunch," and sure enough, by the time we got back <laughs> to Georgia. Out, yeah. Yeah, it took us six hours. We got back to my parents' place in Georgia um, about six hours later. And then we heard on the news that it had made landfall close to where we were. So we're like, oh, good. We picked the right time to get out. Yeah, yeah. Charlie was a nasty one. But we were originally from Michigan, the Detroit area. And I worked at UPS for 20 years. I got a 20-year pension. I worked there from eight, when I was 18 years old till I was uh, you know, 38. I said, uh, okay, I'm ready. I want to go work. You know, the weather's nice. And we said, well, let's, just, let's, let's go for it. Let's go all the way, <laughs> all the way down to Florida. So it's been vacations here every year for about eight years. So we said, let's quit vacation now. Let's just go on vacation, you know, for life. That's what we did. We're pretty happy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're here to talk about your Mount Rushmore of Star Wars, my friend. So right. right. Uh, I, know, I know you've had some time to prep and you, you've promised some answers that are going to blow our minds. <laughs> no <laughs> well, pressure. Geez, <laughs> Well, that's quite a buildup. I hope I can come through. I, I, you know, I, I, actually, I haven't heard the older worthy recognition, so some of these might have been mentioned. I don't know, but I got a few that might be a little, little out there. But I'm going to start off with the one. Uh, this one kind of took my fandom and took it to that, you know, that nuclear level, just out of the out of the stratosphere. And that first one is Kenner. And I think you know I'm going there. I would probably consider one of myself one of the, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, one of the super, super collectors before the term super collector was around. Um, I remember, well, I had the vintage figures back when I was a kid. I only had about 30 of them. My mom and dad uh, bought me a couple of ships, you know, the TIE Fighter, the X-Wing. And I had about 30 figures. And, you know, back being a kid, uh, I was fine with that. And, uh, you know, they... I don't know how I got rid of them. My mom probably sold them in a garage sale, you know, the usual story. But uh, there was one day, and I had known that Star Wars was kind of back, you know, in circulation. Uh, the Thrawn books I had heard of, and uh, there were some magazines I saw. There was a magazine called um, Star Wars Galaxy, where I go into bookstores every now and then. Yeah, that's the Topps magazine, right? Yeah, that was that's actually one of my favorite magazines ever, and I actually... I went back and on eBay, I bought the whole lot one time because I just wanted to have the whole set of those magazines because I remember them 
just being so awesome to go in the bookstore and just flip through before I really got, you know, back into the Star Wars uh, Phantom, if you want to call it that. But, but what what happened was I'm in a, I'm in a mall. And there's a KB toy store. I don't know if you know what KB oh, toys are. Oh, absolutely, I do. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, my brother and I used to have a, a weekend, or my grandparents actually owned it. We just used yeah. it all the time. Uh, in upstate New York, we had a weekend home that we spent our entire oh, summer at. Oh, yeah, that's at. right. Yeah. And, the, uh, you know, they had, it, they had a KB toys there in a small town called Plattsburgh, and we loved that store. Well, yeah, okay. So I had no idea that Star Wars figures were back. And I, was it, do you remember exactly when was it, um, like summer of 95 when they released them? Do you remember? I think you're right. I think it was summer of 95. Okay. So I, I think it was the fall or maybe early winter and I walked by KB Toys and we were just doing our thing. You know, we always like to, you know, go on the weekends and just kind of walk the mall, you know, like a lot of people did when it's cold out, nothing else to do. But, uh, out of the corner of my eye, I saw you know, the Star Wars packaging. And I just, I was like, what, what is that? I walked over and they had one of those little uh, kind of spindles that, you know, turn around in 360. And, you know, all these figures I've never seen before. And I'm like, gotta be kidding me. What's going on here? I, how can this be happening? You know, I remember like these, these, these were dead and gone as far as I'm concerned, you know, figures. And, uh, and why does Luke look like He-Man? Oh, but <laughs> you know what? That didn't bother me at all, Kyle. I mean, not not one, not at all. Those those figures hold a very special place in my heart. They, uh, you're the right, they do. Waves. I mean, I I looked at mine not too long ago, and I'm like, man, these sculpts are ugly, but I love these figures. The Leia one is just horrendous, but oh, I love yes, these just, figures. But it gives a character. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> as, as horrible as it does look at times, it does give it a lot of character, and it's fun to kind of joke about it. You know, actually looking back at it. But um, what? So I'm looking at these figures, and of course, the first one that catches my eye is uh, Boba Fett. And I'm looking at, I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, hmm, I had all these figures when I was a kid. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool, maybe to pick up, you know, just a one figure, you know, just for the heck of it, you know, just oh, for old time's sake. So I said, what do you think? <laughs> one um, figure. At the time, they were only four ninety nine. Uh, hey, what do you kind of pick up the Boba Fett figure? She's like, fine, all right, that's, you know, whatever. You know, dork, you know. Um, so on the way back out, you know, I mean, we hit the Cinnabon, you know, and the food food court. On the way back out, I was like, hmm, I really, that Darth Vader is pretty cool too. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't take long, eh? So, so, yeah, so I walked out of the store that day with two figures. So you know where I'm going. Fast forward every weekend, I'm at KD Toys. Buying, uh, because I was, I think uh, there might have been five or six waves out by then at the fall or winter. And I believe maybe Shadows of the Empire was just kind of making an appearance. I'm not sure. It's it's kind of a little blurry. But, yeah, so so I'm going to, you know, flea markets. Uh, this is before, you know, I did the eBay thing. Before that became popular, going to flea markets every weekend, trying to find the figures that I missed. Because, you know, KB Toys, you know, they didn't pick through at the time. So only the, you know, the ones that nobody really wanted or wanted to resell or whatever was sitting there. So, yeah, I picked up everything on the flea markets. And uh, I remember also, like, as far as my favorite figures, I remember finding out that there was a Han Solo mail-away. Was it Fruit Loops? I 
think it was Fruit Loops. Could be wrong. I just thought that was the coolest thing, you know, as far as, you know, feeling like a kid again, just having a mail away. I remember doing the same thing, mailing that thing away. And uh, after a couple of weeks, going to that uh, mailbox every day, just hoping to be there, you know. And, uh, you know, then one day I was there, it was just like, uh, you know, I got my Han Solo Stormtrooper mail away figure. So that one was probably my favorite figure from, uh, you know, what, when Power of the Force got reintroduced. That was a, that was a special one for me. So what about, what about you? As far as that, uh, those early ones, do you have some of those? Do you have any favorites? Or? I don't have that. I don't think I have that figure. Um, I mean, that whole Power of the Force 2 line, I was just nuts for it. I remember we were, I think we were driving out to visit our aunt and uncle, or I can't remember where we were going, but we stopped at, it may have been the dawning, dawn of Walmart in Canada. And if it wasn't, it was the store that it preceded, that preceded it. And I, I still remember the location. And um, we went in there and Corey and I were like, ah, we're just like, like six year olds again. We were, I, I was 17 or so at the time and he was 14 and we were just nuts. Like, what do you mean they're putting star Wars toys back in stores? What? And so we walked out of there with, a handful each. I remember we had the Luke and the Han, the Chewie, the Leia. I, I think we just bought the whole first wave, the original eight. And I'm gonna... that was it. It was over. Game over. I, 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 I don't have them all, I don't think. I've never even seen a checklist. But um, I, I know I have a good number that, of them. That reminds me of my second uh, trip back to Walmart. I'm sorry, not your KB Toys with my wife the next weekend where I actually had to use a cart. <laughs> the, <laughs> the first many as I bought because everyone I didn't have it was there that I didn't have besides Boba Fett and Vader I bought and for some reason she was okay with that so I gotta give her uh, you know, a big big thumbs up for that she let me uh, go wild and I told her this was gonna be it just one day and uh, but I don't want to spend all night on Kenner but I could and uh, at one point I think I might have mentioned this before you uh, before to you. I have every I have every figure from '95 to 2012 loose. And I'm talking every figure, Kyle. That's you the, know, like even the 30th anniversary wave and all that stuff. Everything. Holy. Um, you know, uh, like you know, I have the cinema scenes. I don't know if you remember yeah, those. Yeah, or yeah, not. sure. You know, like the multi packs, like and uh, all the vehicles had the exclusive figures, which is a real pain in the butt. Because um, I didn't want the vehicles, I was just nuts for the having every three and three four inch figure loose. So I'd have to go on eBay or uh, Rebel Scum was a big uh, place for me to kind of have contacts and trade with people. And I just I'd find somebody that didn't want their figure from the vehicle and uh, offer them you know whatever ten bucks and you know that's how I kind of did that. It was took a lot of time to acquire all the exclusive figures like that, but I did it and. Um, what I did is I went to Walmart and bought about a dozen uh, four-tiered shelves, and uh, a <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. This this happened. Uh, I think I sent some pictures in. You did on Facebook. That was uh, my collection. It was in a closet back in Michigan. That was from '95 to 2000, and I had my mall collection there, which is a whole other, you know, focus for me, and uh, just a bunch of other stuff. But actually, when I moved to Florida in 2008 i went all in 
that was uh, the, the unboxing. All these figures I had in packages, I completely ripped out and made those all loose figures. The guy at Rebel Scum had a complete checklist of every figure when it was released. I don't know how he did this, and I did some research with the other guys, and he said it's legit. This, this is the checklist. Not only a checklist, but you know exactly year in the month every figure is released. So what I did, Kyle, I bought my stands, and I actually displayed every figure kind of chronologically how it was released from 95 to 2012. That's meticulous. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody, I've never heard anybody kind of display their collection that way. So it's kind of unique, I think. And For sure. I love, it was like uh, seeing the evolution of the Kenner action figures from 95 on. So, you know, so you start with, uh, you know, the, the, what you said, the He-Man style figures and all the way to 2012. And uh, yeah, I have pictures and man, it's killing me. I can't dig them up. I don't know where I lost them at or where they are, but I can't wait to share those someday if I could. Yeah, I, I love, I, I, there's, you know, there's a bunch of Instagram accounts of people with their collections and I just always get a kick of seeing how people, how elaborate they are and the pains they go to to display their collections with you know, glass racks and lighting and it's really nice stuff. It's crazy well, how nuts people go. I even know, uh, Kenner actually sold did their toy shop, uh, Hasbro toy shop, I think it was, uh, stands specifically in the way for the Star Wars figures, and they had little labels of the, you know, the, the characters' names. And I painstakingly took all these little labels and labeled the stands with the character's name. I mean, it was crazy, Kyle. <laughs> My wife thought I was nuts. So, they, but it was our a, wives still it, think we're nuts. It, it was a tick I had, and uh, you know, when I was done, it was glorious. <laughs> Let me tell you, when, it's it's never done. Yeah, well, yeah, for some, some reason, I I put an end to it for numerous reasons. And like I said, 2012 was my cutoff point. That's right before I think the Black Series probably started coming out and all that. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't get involved in that, Kyle. Uh, the, yeah, the I've, I've, had to, I've had to go cold turkey on the Black Series. I just yeah. can't do it at thirty-five dollars each one. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, so I don't know how much more they are in Canada than they are in the U.S., but I'm, I'm assuming uh, a little bit more. Uh, retail here, twenty nine ninety nine, and then in Quebec we have like fifteen percent sales tax, which is it's Ooh. stupid. It's stupid okay. our tax here. It's yeah. it's out of this world. <laughs> stupid, yeah. <laughs> but you mentioned you mentioned um, like just favorite figures. Do you you must have uh, the the I can't remember. How, I don't know how you got your hands on this in regular fashion, but you know, the Bomar monk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember how those were distributed like regularly, but I remember that a buddy in, of mine, uh, we got on a, on a bus one day. We, it took us like four buses to get there, but we ended up traveling uh, like three hours by bus to the Hasbro distrib- distribution center, which was just <laughs> South of Montreal. It took us forever huh? to get there. <laughs> and we knew we, we called in advance and said, do you guys have in your warehouse the little Bomar Monk figure? And the person had no idea what we were talking about. So we had, to, we had to really describe it and work it out. And they said, yeah, we have some here. Can we come directly there and buy them? And they were like, okay. We're like, nice. <laughs> so that was our plan for the next day. So we bought. We Gore. Each bought, yeah. yeah, we each bought a few of those. And we bought at the same time bought that, that sneak peek episode one Mace Windu figure. 
Oh yeah, that was a yeah. And we the, thought the other, other mail away. We thought we had absolute treasures. Like we were like these figures are gonna. This is our retirement right here, buddy. We did it. Can't yeah, give them away. Couldn't give them away after a couple worthless. months. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was fun getting that one in the mail, Kyle. Before you know, I I found out that they were worthless. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I still that's still a very strong memory for me. It was just that was the thrill of the hunt when you're a lot younger and you have nothing to do. And boy, I'm going to spend the whole day chasing down this stupid Star Wars figure. That was what it was all about. Now, I don't yeah. know if I would do that. Actually, you know what? It's a lie. I drove about two hours from here to get K2SO Black Series last summer. That oh, was a mistake. Kyle, the, the miles and the gas money I put in on searching for these figures just i can't even imagine what the, what the total would be just astronomical <laughs> you know and, yeah. that, and and the time you know not, not just the money but the time you know getting up i, I worked at ups i'm kind of a midnight shift so i got out of work at eight o'clock a.m so that prime hunting time right there let me tell you yeah i bet for sure yeah I, yeah so. the other thing i spent way too much time and gas and money hunting down for no good reason um phantom menace the those specials that they those little ex- toys that they had with Pizza Hut, uh, KFC, <laughs> Taco oh, I, Bell. I think those were. I'm the, laughing the already. Yeah, they were oh, the, yeah. the dumbest toys. They're terrible, but I'll be damned if I wasn't chasing those things down. And we don't have Taco Bell in Montreal, and I still got them. Like I went driving out of province to get them. Yeah, well, I, I sweet talked into the employees. They're giving me the ones they had in the back that weren't supposed to be released. I think they released one a week, right? So I actually got them before they released. I believe that's what they did. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're right. Yeah. I had a cool person at Subway uh, during the release of, of The Force Awakens. So I walked in and I said, can I, I, I need the Star Wars Collector Cup. And so she's, she gave me one. I'm like, oh, you have, oh, it was a fin. And I think next she, you know, she gave me the Ray or Stormtrooper next. I was like, okay, only six more trips to Subway to go. She goes, the girl behind the counter says, well, if you want, I'll just sell you all the cups right now. <laughs> I mean, I was like, wait, say what now? You'll, she's like, I'll just, you know, they're whatever, $2 a pop. I'll sell you the other six. Take right my now. money. I'm like, here, <laughs> done. I, I don't have to spend, if I don't have to, if I can just spend the $12 on the cups and save like $40 from eating at Subway, done deal. Oh, absolutely. That's why, yeah. This, I went in there and tried to, like I said, sweet talk to them to give me every one in one shot, the ones they're supposed to release, and I, I was done. So, yeah. Now, all of those all those toys, the Pizza Hut, KFC, talk, uh, Taco Bell toys, they're all in a box getting crushed. Along with, <laughs> you remember this as well, um, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, 7-Up. Uh, who else was it? There was... What, there Are you was, talking about... The Phantom Minnesota cans. Yeah, what I, I know a lot of people that actually kept the you know soda in them and they exploded. I yep. was smart enough to put holes in mine and drain them out. Nope, mine mine started misting on me one morning. <laughs> Wait, what is oh, that? on your collection. Yeah, so I still have all those cans as well. For what a what a dumb reason. I'd want I want to put them into the. Uh, recycling machine to see if i can still get a nickel out of them but it it was so exciting at that time oh it was so exciting jeff it was it was like the best time of collecting for me just so much fun chasing stuff down yeah yeah just i just wanted to mention one more thing like about you know about the the action figures like i actually collected uh the star tours uh 
don't know if you remember the complete galaxy, these little globes that would kind of open up. They have scenes uh, with figures in them and uh, Unleashed. They had Titanium figures. And one I went crazy for was the Action Fleet vehicles. Yes. I, I have every Action Fleet vehicle, Kyle. I'm talking all the pod racers and everything. I have oh, a, wow. <laughs> yeah. I have, so, I have the Y-Wing, Slave 1, and an A-Wing. That's that's my action fleet. Yeah. So yeah, UPS paid me well, as you can you can obviously see, because <laughs> <laughs> I spent way a lot of my paychecks on that stuff. But um, yeah. So yeah, Kenner. Kenner number one. It's not. I wouldn't say it's my number one. I don't really have number one out of the four, but it's that's one of the you know, boy, did that thing just get me back into star wars fan like you wouldn't believe for sure that was the hook it was it was yeah. that and yeah. the the 1995 thx box set absolutely that was yes. those were the two things that just pulled like i was still a huge fan but those were the things that like lit the spark again and it was it was game on from then on yeah quick side note i think i mentioned i actually have the original no not the, yeah the original trilogy 14 uh times over in oh different formats oh, you, yeah you've mentioned that that's amazing isn't it <laughs> you know who yeah, else thinks I, that's amazing who george lucas <laughs> he thanks yeah. you very much for your patronage yeah and I'm not, I'm not the only one too i read a lot of people that have done that just keep you know once it's new it's got something it's got some bonus footage it, uh, gotta see it know, yeah a preview of a new movie uh i'm not sure how many people attack the clones they had some preview footage on a new dvd set and i bought it so of course they, they got me so yeah now, you mentioned star wars galaxy magazine oh i love it yeah go dig out issue four if you can if you know where you, where you can find I do, it i do dig out issue four and look through the section of lost toys like toys that kenner had on the slate but that never really saw the light of day you'll see something really interesting in there Okay. I Instagrammed it a couple years you. ago. I'm going to have it be a surprise. I'm going to, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you got to do that. There's something in there. You'll go, oh my God, they planned that way back when. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Great idea. I can't wait to do that. <laughs> let me, I think it's fairly obvious what I'm getting at. And let me know. Like, tweet it, tweet out it, take a snap a picture and tweet it to us, to the group. Oh, absolutely. Or drop it in we'll the be, Facebook group we'll links once you find it. It's, it's, it's really awesome. You know, I, I could uh, talk all night about, uh, Kenner Hasbro toys, but I think I'll, I'll cut it off now. <laughs> yeah, we can do, we can, we can expand on this on a, on a future episode of saber rattling or something. Right. Right. All right. So number two um, on your list. Okay. Uh, same, same theme here. Uh, number two by far is my beautiful wife, Heather supporting me through all these years uh, with this, this madness. Um, she, she actually was all, also a big star Wars fan when she was young um, she actually has you know, cute pictures of her being six years old, dressed up with the Princess Leia buns and everything. And uh, she had uh, a cousin, a first cousin that had uh, was spoiled, had every every vintage action figure, every vehicle, everything from all that era. And she would always go over there and play every weekend. So she kind of grew up loving Star Wars too. So it's kind of neat that I have that in common with her. And uh, you know, she loves the movies, all of them. Um, if it was up to me, it's you know, Star Wars is like pizza. I can eat pizza every day. I can watch a Star Wars movie every night, but I don't put her through that. <laughs> I try, I try to keep it to maybe uh, one one a week, <laughs> unless it's a new movie. It just comes out, you know, we'll kind of binge on it uh, 
you know, a few times over and over. But yeah, you um, don't you don't want to burn that bridge, right? Where, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. Fear the day where she goes. Ah, oh, can you please? Like, can we just turn right. this off? I, I'm kind of done with Star Wars for now. And you're no. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's not even the movies. I could watch you know the behind the scenes, the making of stuff, just all that. It's just you know, there's just so much to watch. I can't I can't even get around to it all. You know, so yeah, so she. Yeah, her putting up with me in this collection. She, I had a actually a sports room in Michigan, consisting of uh, like Michigan Wolverines, Detroit Red Wings, uh, Detroit Tigers stuff. And slowly but surely, that sports room became a Star Wars room, but it was a smaller room. So we had a condo in Florida, and uh, I got the biggest bedroom in here. And she just let me go crazy and make this ultimate Star Wars room that I told you I did. It took me a long time to actually, you know, put all those figures up on the shelves, and you know, I had other stuff on the walls, pictures and everything. But uh, yeah, so she's blessed me with having a Star Wars room all these years. Gotta love uh, that. Yeah, and uh, we tried. We had to sell our place. We tried. We tried to sell our place a few years ago. So that's when I kind of took everything down, put it in boxes, and um, we're still trying to end that process. But um, yeah, so my wife, uh, God bless her, just. You know, she's a... <laughs> you need that. You need to have that buy-in. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it. It's 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 so much easier if your wife says, "Yeah, you can take a part of the house and you can display your fandom. Go for it." And and if they're fans and they go to the movie with you and they sh- they share in it with you without giving you grief, right? Yeah, it just makes your life so much easier in that regard. It's just like I I don't have to hide this. I don't have to. Um, you know, it's not something I have to only indulge in either when she's not around or in exactly. specific hours. Exactly. I can just be out there. And that's, that's awesome. Just makes the relationship, you know, so much better having that, that just that, you know, Star Wars being a common interest is just an important thing for me. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, my wife knew that before we, like, before we started dating, we we were coworkers and she knew that she knew that I was sick in the head for this stuff. So it was no, it was no surprise that once we actually started dating that, Oh yeah, no, no. You, you date me. You date Star Wars. That's that's the deal. We're package. Well, that it's kind of funny you say that. She did not know that about me because there was I had one of those. Uh, there's a lot of fans my age, you know, seeing the movie in theater. You know, it wasn't a New Hope. It was Star Wars back in '77. You know, just being a little kid, I had that kind of dark time where I'd kind of put it on the back burner. And uh, you probably wouldn't believe this, but Kyle, I didn't see um, Return of the Jedi in theaters. Uh, I I remember uh, would have been for the Empire for that. Uh, here's the thing: for Empire Strikes Back, you know, I was part of that pandemonium, just lines around the you know around the theater. You know, you know, couldn't buy tickets before the movie. Had just, just great times. You know, it's for Empire Strikes Back. Everybody skipping school when it came out. You know, it was great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went down the whole uh, kind of heavy metal, you know, rabbit hole. I know. But you know, I love heavy metal music a lot. It's another one of my. I had no idea. Well. Yeah, really, <laughs> <laughs> really. Who, who knew? But uh, so yeah, I went deep into that, and uh, just I actually uh, my other uh, thing I had going on was I was a, a big jet skier, and uh, my dad had a jet ski shop. He opened up and let me run. I used to race jet skis around the Midwest, and uh, so you know, in the spring and summer months, I would take up my time and uh, just getting into that music like I did. And, uh, Got a guitar, you know, started learning how to play and everything. So put it all on the back burner until, uh, you know, that mid-90s uh, revival. I was, that, you know, that led to the greatest uh, 
Star Wars times in my life, you know, kind of reliving everything. Um, you know, just that's the best thing I love about Star Wars. It just makes me feel like a kid every single day, you know, when I think about it. Just I love it. it they, they know how to get us too, right? Yeah. <laughs> they go yeah, right for those heartstrings, right via the toys. Got them. Reel yeah, them in, guys. Geez, Reel hey. them in. We got them. Yeah. That, oh, man. Just being able to live, being able to be a kid again, all over again. It was great. Everybody, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Wife, Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. Carver in the stone. <laughs> good call. It's a, it's yeah. a good safe call, too, if she ever listens back to this. Brownie points, oh, Jeff. Geez. Yeah, she won't, but. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I, there is one podcast she listens to, and that's David Collins. Just that's a you know she she loves listening to David Collins uh, break down Star Wars. That's the one thing we do have in common as far as podcast. Uh, sure I can't you, I can't blame her there. That's a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, amazing. So this is a this is going to be my kind of weird, strange one. I'm would you put in my mouth? Would you call it a loophole? Oh, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> The spirit of Corey is invading this podcast. Too. I was going to ask you if it was possible to loophole one of these because I'm going to mention two names because to me they go hand in hand. And I've always been, uh, as far as Star Wars is concerned, you know, I love the characters, I love the stories, but it's all about the visuals to me. It always has been. And um, so the next one is Ralph McQuarrie slash Joe Johnston. Nice. These guys what they did as far as uh, the Joe Johnson sketchbooks, you know, uh, just everything that Corey did as a kid, just oh, every time seeing those images, you know, flipping through magazines, going to the library, uh, looking at the books. Uh, McCrory, I think had a book out in 77. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember uh, going to the library and flipping through that and, uh, so everything, yeah, visually, that just does it for me as far as Star Wars. And um, well, that is a great, great call. I don't. I apologize to anybody if they've already used Ralph McQuarrie. I just don't, I can't remember from all the episodes we've done. But man, but, of of course, of course, Ralph McQuarrie should be up there. That's that's a terrific call, and Joe Johnston, of course. But um, yeah, the reason I want to include Joe Johnson is I think I mentioned this to you before. When I was a kid, okay, so it was spring of 77, Star Wars comes out. My mom and dad, they didn't think I was ready for it for whatever reason. I don't know, maybe, you know, you know, the crisp or crispy, you know, bars and brew, whatever. Maybe didn't want me to see that scene or some other couple other things. And I didn't actually see Star Wars until the fall of 77. And um, all I, you know, the only thing I knew about Star Wars was the trailers, uh, just the, the lines, the dialogue I knew from the trailers and the scenes. And that was Star Wars to me, except for the fact that my mom, for my birthday, my mom and dad bought me the Joe Johnson Star Wars sketchbook. And I know you tweeted me a picture of yours because I mentioned it. And that is what, you know, kept me through, like just looking at those images. And that was Star Wars to me before I actually saw the movie. And to see those come alive on the screen just blew my mind, Kyle. I mean... I took that sketchbook everywhere with me. Um, whenever my mom would drop me off with my grandparents or bowling or whatever, I had that book with me. Just that thing is torn and tattered. It's one of the only things I still have from '77 because I I got rid of my figures, but I do have the original sketchbooks from Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars that I did go on eBay and I bought um, Return of the Jedi just to complete them all. So yeah, those guys uh, 
big influence on me as a kid. Uh, and my white whale actually is uh, a Star Wars collector because I'm in the books now as far as trying to acquire all the different books. Uh, is the um, Ralph Macquarie? I think it's $160 it goes for. You know what I'm talking about? Is that that two book set? Yeah, where it kind of slides out of the um, the box. There's yeah, like two black slipcase, right? I think it goes for about 160 bucks. So, yeah, if I had some some cash to just blow on anything right now, that would be that's my white whale as far as just spending cash, you know, <laughs> on something you don't need. <laughs> I, I bought the poor man's version of Macquarie Macquarie books. It, it was the illustrated Star Wars universe. I think it's from 1994-95, written by Kevin J. Anderson. It's funny. I just somebody uh, was talking about Star Wars books, and I actually put a picture of that on Twitter about a couple of weeks ago because that was when I had just picked up. I'm going back and trying to acquire all those awesome books from you know like '95 to 2005. You know all the um, the visual dictionaries and all that kind of thing. Just the books right now is what everyone's doing it for me. It's like the visual. Like I said I'm just into the visuals. Just anything in the visual guide or art art books. I'm just that's that's what I'm trying to get my hands on right now. Have you ever read uh, Star Wars: The Magic of Myth? <laughs> uh, you had suggested that. Yes, I suggested to whenever the topic of Star Wars book comes up, I'm like, you gotta find this book, and whatever they're asking for, pay it within reason, of course. But buy that. Yeah, book. actually, yeah, I actually went on uh, eBay and Amazon that day when you mentioned it just to kind of check it out because I do remember. Uh, Hearing about that one, it's one of them I don't have. Uh, there's uh, so there were, uh, the Star Wars scrapbook. Have you ever heard of that? And there's a uh, from concept to screen to collectible. I think it was one of uh, Sansweet's first books he ever put out. I don't know if you ever took a look through those, but those are the kind of things that I have that I really enjoy a lot. Flipping through those. That one does not sound familiar. I'm googling it. I want to see if maybe. It's a. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that yeah. it's yellow and black and gold cover? It has gold and black, and it has like four kind of uh, squares with Vader's kind mm-hmm. of helmet and different. Yeah. I do. That, re- I remember that book, but I don't have it. That's one of my highest recommendations. And it's the first time I ever saw that um, classic image of uh, all the uh, vintage figures displayed on like a yellow type of uh, cloth. I'm, I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about. It's the first time I saw all that vintage action figures displayed like that in a picture. I thought it was pretty cool. But that's what made me uh, go back and actually acquire all those figures again. I actually have all the vintage figures except for, uh, I think it's, I have nine of them I don't have, which, you know, you can guess which ones I don't have. A Manaman or a Manaman and, uh, you know, some of the Ewoks. But uh, yeah, so I went back and acquired all those too. I forgot to mention that. That's a good collection to have. Oh boy. Yeah, I uh, remember Lee's action figure magazine. Remember, you ever flip through that? Like the action figure checkbooks price guide they used to have out. There's one called Lee's. No, I don't think no? so. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure what, what you guys had up there as far as, uh, you know, collecting magazines. There's a like a full-page ad from a guy in New Jersey. And uh, I just, at one pop, I bought 70, you know, vintage figures. And I just gave him a price and he said okay i'll take it and yeah kind of evened out to about two dollars a figure i got a great deal on like 70 wow. figures to start my collection right away so it's pretty cool that so, is that's a pretty outstanding deal <laughs> yeah so yeah love love uh 
anything uh, Imperial. I was going to say that's my favorite uh, as far as like the looks of vehicles. I'm an Imperial guy. I just love the Ad Ad Walkers and TIE Fighters. And, uh, well, you must be in heaven then in this new Disney era with all like the total tidal wave of new stormtroopers and new variations of this guy and that guy. Like, this must be oh, the geez. best for you. Especially when the Clone Wars figures are out, all those different clones they had. Jeez, I went crazy for that. I mean, I bought multiples of all those too. So not only do I have a loose figure of, you know, or a loose version of every figure, I have multiples of all those clones too. So, so. very cool. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> enough about figures, right? Well, <laughs> you never really have enough about figures. <laughs> I know, but like I said, I can ramble on about those all. all oh my. <laughs> Jeez. All right, All so right. we've got Kenner, we've got your the lovely Heather, we've got <laughs> Macquarie and Johnston, and to wind it all up, who do we have? This this is one of my uh, most recent ones, addition, if you if you if you will, a uh, really important one to me. And uh, I don't want to, I'm not trying to kiss up Kyler or anything, but it's absolutely <laughs> it's absolutely you and Tumbling Saber. I mean, oh. there's no doubt about it. That's, I mean, I was that's never, awesome. You know, I grew up an only child. I I never really, I had friends that loved Star Wars. And even as an adult, I didn't really have guys who were into it as much as I was. You know, I knew people liked it. I had, you know, I was a couple of collectors I knew. It just wasn't really, you know, hardcore as I was. And uh, just to, you know, I emailed you a couple of times. And, you know, you were so, you know, gracious to email me right back, you know, and just uh, answer all my questions. And I thought it was really cool. And uh, so, and I had always listened to your, podcast i remember sith disturbers was my actually my favorite podcast you know taking nothing away from your mothership podcast there but <laughs> you, you know i love sith disturbers i do know? so and i remember emailing you saying what happened to sith disturbers and you're like oh well that's a patreon thing now and i'm like oh okay well i'm in <laughs> so <laughs> i told you to tell you know like all right and uh it just kind of everything kind of blossomed from there just uh coming into contact with uh uh, you know, like Neil Lowry and Stubaka and uh, let's see, Bradley and Matthew Salvatore, excuse me if I'm not pronouncing his last name right, and Kigo, Dave Donovan, uh, the list goes on. All these guys, just just what a what a family you got here have there. Just this love wrapping Star Wars with these guys every day. And uh, absolutely, Tumbling Saber community is definitely. Hold on, hold on, I've got something in my eye here. <laughs> <laughs> but but okay so adding on to that kyle i told you that i had never been on facebook and twitter and it's just something that you know i'm a sports fan uh you know just being in star wars and just uh, doing all the other you know being in the music and everything listen to that just only so much time you have that's just it just it wasn't something that occurred to me to put time into and you gave me just that little nudge kyle Hey, maybe you, want to, maybe you want to check out our Facebook community. And, uh, you know, hey, we're on Twitter, too. <laughs> <laughs> and look at me. I'm driving people crazy on Twitter. I'm doing it all, you know, all the time now. Whenever I get a free moment at work, you know, I'm kind of checking everything. And uh, just that that's what it is to me. I, I can ignore the, the negative stuff on Twitter. I know it's out there, but it is so fun being able to connect with you and all the guys at Tumbling Saber and, uh, you know, the other podcast too. I mean, you know, there's, there's some great podcasts out there. I'm a podcast junkie. Of course, yours is my favorite, you know, by far. No denying that. But, you know, you got Blast Points and Unmistakably Star Wars. Just 
all kinds of good podcasts. Being able to connect with those guys, and uh, you know, then I meet friends that on Twitter that uh, not only Star Wars, but like the same kind of music I do. So just you know, just opened up everything for me. And I never was able to really connect this closely. You know, even though it's on Twitter or you know over Facebook, but still, it means a lot to me. You know, it really does. Yeah, no, absolutely, no question about that. I mean, Twitter's. I mean, think back ten years. I mean, I, I've been on Twitter for ten years now. I think I just yeah, yesterday was my ten year anniversary on Twitter, and um, like I, when I first started, it was primarily just to check out what's happening in the online marketing world, and then mm-hmm. that then my my sports fandom sort of took took over and then once disney bought star wars it was it was all over and i started following star wars more then come 2015 i decided to start this whole thing up but if you had told me 10 years ago that you know you're gonna have this thing called tumbling saber at some point and you're gonna have star wars pals (laughs) everywhere from from the the u.s all over the world yeah your podcast reaches a you know yeah i mean it's out there yeah we, we've, we've got Kigo in Australia and, and the guys in the UK and Dave in Ireland and you and, and, and uh, geez, and Bradley. And, right. Yeah. You guys are everywhere. And it's, it's, it's Michelle, so cool. You got to, Michelle out West now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. And, and of course, like you mentioned, Blast Points and, and um, unmistakably Star Wars, we have other podcasting pals. It's crazy how this, this internet thing has, has brought people who we never would have met each other otherwise ever. And so for us to be able to do this in 2018 and hang out online together and, and, and share this crazy galaxy that we love, it's, it's man, what, what a time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, the podcast was such a great tool, you know, for, for fans as far as kind of just wanting to have more, you know what I mean? Like, we love watching the movies, but we want to have a little bit more and to have these podcasts like yours and everybody else. And I, I love doing that thing every Sunday. I know you know what I do, just kind of listing uh, all the podcasts that I check out during the week. I don't have time to listen to them all. I'll kind of like, you know, skim through a little bit and kind of listen to kind of what they're all about and what their takes are. And I love listening to all those uh, podcasts every Sunday, just to kind of give a shout out to all the guys that, you know, girls are doing such a great job just spreading the love, you know? Yeah. It, it, it is hard to keep up. Like I, I, my playlist always gets longer and longer and I'm like, Oh my God, how, how am I going to shoehorn this all in? And I, I, I find myself just, trying to stay at my desk at work longer. I'll, I'll <laughs> skip lunch if I have to today just to get an extra you know, half hour in on these guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a great medium to have these kinds of discussions about the galaxy. You know, 10 years ago, it was all about having a blog. I mean, you could have had a podcast, but it was far, far less of a thing than it is now. But blogs were, is where it was at 10 years ago. Absolutely, yeah. And now it's now everybody's got a podcast, but and there's so much. I, I find them so much more personal, uh, so so much better for getting people involved. And for, like for me, that's what it's all about. Like I, I love our little community. It's it's such a great little place. And like whenever well, if if ever I do my own worthy of recognition, our community is going to be right right there on that list. I'm I'm so thankful that we have all oh, these yeah, friends to, be, to share to it with. Yeah. I mean, Bradley mentioned, uh, I think it was on the Sith Rattlers about how, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I lost my train of thought here, Kyle. Oh, well. What, what did Bradley say? <laughs> <laughs> Bradley says a lot of things. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Okay. I'll, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. 
But um, yeah, as far as uh, yeah, Twitter, just thanks for thanks for giving me that that nudge into that that new realm of uh, you know, fandom, being able well, to yeah, connect I, everybody. I always yeah. feel like you know, so what am I getting this person into? You know, like yeah, right. What have I done? You've got a nice, blissfully quiet existence offline. No Facebook, no Twitter. <laughs> Should I ruin that for you? Okay, I mean, yeah, you can always curate that that presence on Twitter to be whatever you want it to be. If you want to follow 10 people and only interact with those 10 people, great. You can do that. Typically it spirals out of control (laughs) to the point where you've, you follow a few hundred people and your timeline is just full of stuff. Yeah. I see, I see these people with uh, thousands of followers and uh, I was like, well, how do you do that? (laughs) That's it. You gotta, that must be your full-time job. It's being on Twitter to go through all those. uh, But Hey, a good thing right yeah i guess if people have free time and they can invest their time in, in twitter being there all day then i guess power to you <laughs> i'm sitting here racking my brain trying to figure out what i want to say that really said that kind of left an impression on me it'll come to you then, after we get off the yes call. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to tweet that one out Bradley. sorry <laughs> <laughs> happened to me not not recent not too long ago on on a pod where I, I had a good point to make and it totally exited my brain during the show <laughs> and I had to pop it into the Facebook group after. Oh yeah. It was about uh, not wanting there to be a uh, Han shot first joke in, in oh, yeah, right, right. A, a Star Wars a solo, a Star Wars story, which of course there was at the end, but I think they handled it well. Well, at least it wasn't a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about the, it's about the best way that that one could have played out. I think. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of worthy of recognition for this month jeffrey it was an absolute pleasure to finally get to speak to you yeah likewise uh i've been looking forward to this for a long time and uh hey just to be in the same company as all the other guys you've and girls you've had uh you know for worthy recognition just thanks for including me oh it's real it's real honor uh, the honor is all mine and uh, like i say uh, at some point i'm coming for everybody right <laughs> everybody's gonna i'm gonna get everybody on this show damn it and i know you have the time to do it right yeah, I just wish I had more time. <laughs> yeah. I just wish I had more time. And I, I want to do more saber rattlings. I want to turn those into more of a like a group call type thing where everybody can just get on, as many people as we can fit on a call. I don't know how thin we can stretch a Skype connection. I, w- you know, I would say five people, six people tops. But we can get a, a variety of people on and just, you know. That, yeah, that'd be interesting. Maybe see what have happens. One, Let one the magic for, happen. Maybe, maybe one for a collecting focus or something. I can get on that one and just you know, spill my guts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be just be like getting people together that probably wouldn't get a chance to speak otherwise. And just, Hey guys, we're all here. What would we talk about if we were all in, at a pub together in person? What, what would we talk about? Oh yeah. That sounds good. Corey's in. Um, if, if, if he's allowed, <laughs> if he'd be allowed to be in, I'm at the pub part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been great. Been real fun. Thanks Kyle for having me on. That uh, again, the pleasure is mine, and uh, we'll get you back on to do a saber rattling because I know there's a whole bunch of stuff that we could definitely talk about in sports and and nice cold brews and music and whatnot and Star Wars, of course. We'll we'll do that again at some point down the line, hopefully this summer. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that that will be great, and that will do it for this month on Worthy of Recognition. My thanks to Jeff, and if you want to get in on this show yourself. Join our Patreon community like Jeff did and like everybody else did who has joined this show. You can find that at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber, and I promise you won't regret it. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next month.